Dribbled in and kicked it out. He's still here. Oh, airball chance. Here's Grady, a deep three. He buried it. Grady Dick from 25 feet. And KU goes up six. 2-2. Two, two. Line shot, base hit. Right field all the way to the wall. Pettis scores. Here comes Madrid. Throw to the plate. He is safe. Toby and TJ back with you. Hour three on the T-Row in the morning show on this Fat Tuesday morning. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Great to see you, Coach. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Porter Moser joins us live, bottom of the hour. His team in the LNC tonight. They're all big now, Teej. They're all big now. Eight o'clock tip-off against Texas Tech. All right. we have Wait, given... were they not all big before? Um. Uh... Boy, don't trick me into that. Come on now. <laughs> I'm cornered now. I'm cornered. He's got me cornered. Um, we've given your gut time to settle from its yogurt breakfast a little bit. Are you seeing any more clearly how tonight's game may go? Still a little mushy black beanish. Um Pathetic! Uh... You are I think it's a close red rider victory. This is a barn fire. I don't blame you for being reluctant. Yeah. You've been terrible at making predictions I lately. Our uh, sponsor is Champion on the brink of pulling yeah. their advertising oh, for your gut. Man. I don't blame you for being a little wishy-washy here. Come Did I hear you just try today. to say underneath your breath that you think Tech is winning tonight? Is that what you think? Yeah. That's what I think I heard you say. That's what I think I heard you say just then. What you, you just know, say? I think you I just would said. never say anything I like that. You just said you're picking tech. Is that what you just Are said? Are you turning the tables on me Who right now? Who said what? Who's on first? Just let me handle it. <laughs> Stay out of this, Jimbo. <laughs> uh, I did try to slip it in there when you weren't uh, listening, yeah. So you believe, just to clarify and to pronounce it for all to hear, <laughs> Texas Tech. <laughs> you love to declare it and pronounce it for all to hear. <laughs> Texas Tech will come into Norman and win tonight. That's what you believe. I believe so, yeah. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive <laughs> out there. Thanks, Bob. All right. Hey, who am I to argue with your gut? If I'm a Sooner fan, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Um, Tech has changed since, oh, you saw him in Lubbock. They have added a giant human being. Uh, Fardaz Amac. Hey, he did watch not play. It, watch it. We got FCC regulations. Apologies, kids in the car. Apologies. 
Uh, he did not play in Lubbock. He was not yet healthy when we saw him the first time. He is now. He's a mountain of a man. Maybe the biggest dude in the Big 12 Conference. 6'11", 245, and that's a lie. There's no way Amac weighs 245 pounds. Maybe his left leg does. He's massive. (laughs) He's not fat. He's just massive. He's a big human being. He's not skinny. He's just huge. Um, He moves people. He will step out and try jumpers, even three-pointers, although I think if you're Porter Moser, you live with that if he wants to go there. But he just gets down low and pushes you out of the way, and he's got putbacks and alley-oops, and he changes things for them. Uh, they still got Kevin O'Banner, who's a threat from anywhere. Davion Harmon's been playing great. Tyson went for 27 against West Virginia. They're bringing Isaacs off the bench, at least they did against the Mountaineers, but he's still playing like 30 minutes. Pop Isaacs, three-point threat from distance, true freshman, who also did not play against OU first time around. So this is a different basketball team than the Sooners saw in Lubbock, and they're flowing with confidence right now. Um, They out-rebounded West Virginia in Morgantown by 11. Got that red all around in your brain. Nobody goes into Morgantown and out-rebounds West Virginia, much less by double figures. They did, however, and this gives you a little insight, TJ, into how they play. Texas Tech had seven assists in that win Saturday on 29 made shots. It is a whole lot of spread you out and take you one-on-one. There's not a lot of, you know, that's what Davion does. Mm -hmm. Give me the ball at the top of the key. I'm going to drive it and fall down and throw it up off the glass. Uh, Same with O'Banner. Clear out, give him the ball, clear out, let him go. Same with Amac, really. Throw it to him in the post, let him make some moves and score. So it's a lot of one-on-one basketball. If Oklahoma's going to win tonight, uh, they're going to have to, in my opinion, TJ, make at least nine three-pointers. Fun fact. In every game OU has won since New Year's, they have made at least nine three-pointers. Now, that's not a bunch. That's only four. Uh, the three Big 12 wins and the Alabama game. But they've made 9, 9, 9, and 11 threes in those four victories. You can get good looks against Tech. They are good defensively, but they play an overload style of defense that if you skip the basketball on the backside of it, you will get open threes. They play a similar style, not surprisingly, to what Texas does. Chris Beard's the connection there. Baylor plays a similar defense. Oh, you played well against both of those teams this year. They didn't beat them, but they were close games against them, and they got good looks from three. Saturday, they got a lot of good looks from three. They're going to have to make a bunch of them tonight to beat Tech. Now, that's that's going to be the case the rest of the way. I mean, if OU's going to win, they got to shoot the ball. they got to make shots. Three-pointers have to go for them. Sherfield's got to have a good game. Lose and Hill got to shoot threes. Tanner's got to 
hit some outside shots. It's just the way they're going to have to win. they got to make shots. But that's your number tonight, Teach. Nine. Right, OU well, makes gonna, nine or more threes, dub. I'm going to make a little poster board and mark it off. See if you uh, reach your goal or if the team reaches their goal. Are you going to be in the LNC or at home? I'll be at home watching. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to Hobby Lobby today and okay. buy a, a white poster board, okay? Okay. And I want you to I want you to have your son cuz he's an artist. Yes. Draw equal equally spaced nine number 3s on this board. Just the number 3, nine of them. Yeah, maybe okay. four on the top row, five on the bottom row, okay. but I want to I want it visually to be pleasing, not sloppily done, quickly done here, okay? Right. Nine number threes on the board. And then each time OU makes a three, I want you to go up there with a big magic marker and just X it off. All right. And Challenge get, accepted. And then when they get to nine, I want you and your son to hug and high five because that means the Sooners have won the basketball game. When they get to nine, it's a uh, 8 o'clock tip. He'll be in bed. He'll be asleep. So. Oh. Great Sooner fan your son is there. <laughs> Fascinating. All right. He's a sixth grader. What time He's got is a he? What's his, what's his bedtime? Uh, about 9.15. He's very um, cranky if he doesn't right. get his uh, 10 first to 12 half, hours of sleep. First half, let Bronx uh, do the Xing on. Okay. Second okay. half, he has to pass the marker to you. Okay. Hopefully, uh, he's got time Need- between his uh, oculusing. So, we'll see. We need uh, photographic evidence of this poster board, too, tonight on social media, please. <laughs> You'll like this. I need to film this at some point. He's got a baseball game on the Oculus, so you just see him, like, swinging a bat. And he talks out loud, as I said, when he plays Oculus. Uh, the other day, he's playing baseball, and I hear, <laughs> I'm in the other room, and I hear, Wow, pitch me, baby! <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh my gosh! That is funny. Can you? Is it like major league teams or what? Is it? Just no, like, it's like uh, it, it looks like Nintendo baseball a little bit. And you like uh, you can like watch on his iPad, so you can see what he's seeing in his Oculus. And like all of a sudden, he's got like a giraffe that's a bat or a fish or you know, it's one of those crazy games that it's a kind of goofy baseball game. Did you see the? Um, there was a real. Um, recently, of a Chris, it was Christmas, and it was a, these grandparents. The whole family was there, but the grandparents were given a gift to their grandson, who was about Bronx's age, it looked like. And he opened up, and it was a pair of binoculars. And they were like, "We got you the binoculars you were asking for. You've been asking for binoculars. We got you the binoculars." <laughs> and. The kids looking at him like, what is this? <laughs> and all the, the parents and the grandparents are like, you were asked the whole time, binoculars. We got you the binoculars. Aren't you excited? Tell Grammy and Grandpa thank you for the binoculars you've been asking for. And the kid, you know, he's being nice about it. Right. He's like, he's like, thank you. These are really nice. But he's also trying to figure out what in the heck. <laughs> and they're like, what's wrong? Didn't you ask for binoculars? And he was like, well. I do like them, but it was an Oculus I was asking <laughs> Oculus, for. Oculus, not binoculars. And then they bring out another package. Oh, of, of course they it. do. It's surprising. Yeah. He goes crazy and everything. So it was pretty good. Wow, yeah. pinch me, baby! 
That's the next step for Skip to call plays, by the way, is to uh, have the pitcher put on an <laughs> Oculus headset. Oh, that's probably. It's, a picture, it's Skip hey, in there saying, fastball away. It's, the eSports eventually will take over, so there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Can't we just relay the pitches in by Glenn up in the stands at the con- on the concourse? I don't know. He's loud enough. You hear out. him down there. God! <laughs> just have, have Glenn yell fastball, curveball. Fastball! Inside. <laughs> you guys are funny, man. I gotta tell you, when uh, I guess it was Sun, was it Sunday? They were getting after. I can't remember exactly what. It, I guess it was Sunday. Last night was pretty tame. They wouldn't be getting after the Air Force. I don't think. Maybe they would. I don't know. But I, uh, Sunday they were getting after somebody up there, and I was like, man, I miss these guys so much. They're such they're such professional hecklers. <laughs> Sometimes so good, I'm like, what did that even mean? You know, maybe I was watching on TV Friday or Saturday, and I remember hearing them through the ESPN Plus broadcast. But at some point, I remember hearing them heckling, and I was like, that made my I think heart it happy. was I think it was Saturday's game at some point towards mm-hmm. the end because I remember hearing them up there. Yeah, they were they weren't getting a strike that they sh- thought should have been a strike or something like that, and they were giving it to the home plate umpire. Uh, so funny. Uh, I got to give some love to one of our advertisers real fast, TJ. Signature custom pools. We had some significant hail damage, or not uh, freeze damage. You know, the ice storm over the, uh, everything froze. It wasn't an ice storm, but we had those three or four days when we were in deep freeze around here. Mm-hmm. We suffered massive damage. Equipment, pool, all that kind oh, of stuff. no. Don and Robin, who built our pool, Signature Custom Pools, uh, have been unbelievable in uh, trying to help get everything back together again. It's going to be a long process. Insurance is involved. Maybe Brown O'Haver is involved. It's a whole thing. But uh, Don and Alan have been just awesome. And uh, that's like we've told you about this. That's part. That's a huge part if you build a pool is it's all fun and games building the pool. But then you got to. Afterwards, there's a lot of taking care of it that goes on, and things happen, and all. Sure, that. absolutely, a lot and of they upkeep. Have stayed with it. That's five years ago that we built this thing now, and they are always there whenever we've needed them. I live way out here in. You've the had boondocks. your cement pond for five years. I live way out here in the boondocks. It's not easy for Don to get out here. He's got to like take an airplane out here. He connects at Love Field in Dallas and everything, but he comes up here and all. It's great. They're great. And so anybody out there that's uh, going into the spring season thinking about building a pool, I could not more highly recommend anyone than Signature Custom Pool. So there you go. Unpaid advertisement right there. Write this down. For uh, one of our sponsors who is fantastic. own pool company. Let's write that down. 8.18 in the morning. Quick break. Porter Moser about 15, 20 minutes away. We'll be back. T-Row and TJ. They cold. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ back with you. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show, and it is brought to you this hour by RK Black. Helping small and medium-sized businesses throughout Oklahoma and Kansas since 1952. It's as long as Toby's been around. Copier, hey, fax, printer, scanner, hey. document management, rkblack.com, 405-943-9800. Uh, this is one of those texts we get from Cheesehead that I feel like Cheesehead receives news like 
um, years after the rest of us up there in Wisconsin or Iowa or right. wherever he's at. Right. Maybe you two brothers can enlighten me. What the bleep is LeBron James doing throwing up powder before each game, scaring off evil <laughs> spirits? What kind of questions that, Phil? <laughs> Jesus, yeah, are you just now seeing this? It's just started 19 years ago. <laughs> just started doing this. Uh, next uh, next September, uh, Cheesehead will text us, Hey, tell me about this Dylan Gabriel cat. He looks pretty good at quarterback. Hey, man, what's the deal with Michael Jordan sticking his tongue out after he makes a shot? <laughs> Have you guys seen this? <laughs> Thank you, Cheesehead. <laughs> this texter would like you to know. Uh, if you Google Jim Love Cooter, one of the first things that comes up is a mugshot. Oh boy, <laughs> that would fall. If that's true. That'd fall right in line with your owner. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> team wasn't Cooter friends with the Duke boys? Yes. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Uh, I, I, was he related to Gober, Go, Goober, and Gomer? Was he their cousin? I think he was. My dad would know the answer to this. Um, Did you ever watch Andy Griffith? Yes, all the time. Did you ever watch Gomer Pyle? Yes. Oh, that was a great show, Goober too. was Gomer's cousin, right? Right. Yeah. What about Cooter, though? Cooter owned the garage, He owned the right? garage. The, was the he tow not truck. related at all? He might not have been related. I don't think he was, but I haven't seen the Duke boys or the Duke's Hazard in years, so mm-hmm. um, I could be wrong on that. I don't think so. Uh, this texture says TJ hates <laughs> OU basketball. Nobody cares. <laughs> TJ does hate OU basketball. There's no doubt true. about that. That is not true. He will not be in attendance yet again tonight. <laughs> My favorite snippet is the clown axe one. That's what this texture says. Clown axe. Uh, this one uh, has uh, <laughs> properly lined up the threes where you couldn't. Uh, three threes in rows of three. So, oh, that's yeah. better. Yeah. That's better. <laughs> it's better than the four and the five. That's better. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the math got me. <laughs> I like that. It'll be more of a square look then. Yeah, thank you. Uh, to my surprise, when I turned on the baseball game on ESPN Plus, they had linked it to T Rose Call. Is that going to be the norm for baseball games? No, but it will happen some this year where it has not before. Now it has before, actually. We've, We've done many games before. Mm-hmm. We've done many games where the streaming on .TV was our radio broadcast. Well, now ESPN Plus is carrying every home game, so there's no more just streaming. So now we'll have several games on ESPN Plus where it is carrying the radio broadcast. This weekend was kind of a trial. It seems like ESPN Plus is happy with it. I think they were a little reluctant, thinking, wait a second, the radio people are going to... But it seems like they're pretty happy with it. But no, normally we will have a full TV broadcast and a full radio broadcast for home games, especially when we get into conference play and everything. You'll have Chad and George on TV and me and Blake on radio, and if Chad's got to go fishing, then I'll do the TV (laughs) broadcast, and we'll simulcast that on radio as well. But occasionally you'll have it like we had this weekend where uh, they're carrying the radio broadcast on on .com. Seemed like it went okay. I didn't see any complaints out there or anything, so. 
Uh, let's see here. I am all for pitch clocks. I understand the strategy, but it should not take three minutes to throw a single pitch. Well, nobody ever takes three minutes. I mean, come on. How about this? I would do away with the pitch clocks. I would I wouldn't mind seeing college baseball do what the major leagues are doing this year, which is limit the number of pickoff attempts in an at bat. That gets tedious. There was an at bat last night where I think the guy threw over like seven times in one A B. I with the rule this year you get two pickoff attempts per at bat or something like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing that. That does everybody gets a little restless when you're just like, "Come on!" Oh, did we make? We didn't make a bet. My son must be getting information at middle school. What, what's going on? He's asking me if uh, did you make a bet with Toby on something? So I'll have to explain to him the poster board later. Um, they are trying to keep fans in the seats the whole game. What do you think that means? Well, does somebody just wander off because a pitcher takes 20 <laughs> seconds longer to throw a pitch? I don't, I don't understand. Is that in defense of something? Is that, that text that's in the baseball. Explain, that's the, your, text. Yeah. Explain um, your text. Yeah. When are base runners going to take off when the pitcher has a device in his hand looking at it with the ball in his glove? They do yeah, it pretty maybe, quickly. They, you would happen. just throw the device on the ground, then at that point spin and throw to second or wherever you need to throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would not be shocked if that is attempted yeah. at some point. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you know if the ball gets thrown back, he's immediately tucking the glove usually and reaching into that back pocket. So maybe you try something, but even then they have time to respond and throw you out with that. You've got to be extremely quick in time make sure you practice that over there skip yeah that's gotta be it's gotta be it'll be rare i'm not saying Uh, you won't ever see me and you know i got fat forearms so it probably wouldn't be a problem for me i would want it on my arm i'm the same i would be more annoyed having to reach into my back pocket to look at it than to have it on my arm but i guess it feels funny to some of them i don't know I get that if you were wearing it on your pitching arm, but you're not. You're wearing it on no. your glove hand. So correct. Um, yeah, I, I'm with it's you. Kind That's of a, where it's I like want. a wide wristband. I think you see. You can see Jackson Nicholas wearing it out there at second base. It's like a double wide wristband, and the device kind of clips on it there. Sooner Nation, help is coming for OU hoops. Four-star Oklahoma commit Caden Cooper has an incredible triple-double performance. For the skill factory, he finished with 25 points, 27 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 blocks, and 2 steals. One of the best outings from a prospect this season. Oh my heavens. Nice night. 25 points, 27 boards. Wow. That kid is uh, pretty exciting. The two guys they got coming in next year are both pretty exciting prospects. I don't know if this is talking about tonight or something else we mentioned earlier. This came in at the 6 o'clock hour. No shot at basketball, LOL. Maybe they're talking no about the tournament. No shot at basketball, LOL. Hmm. All right. I would give anything. What, 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 what is this? What is this? I would give what anything if football us? broadcast would do away with the high-profile television commentators and pump in the radio feed through the TV. Give anything, huh? Um, 
You mean like turning down the TV and playing the radio? <laughs> I would like it, too, if there was an option. When you go to ESPN+, Plus, if you could select TV broadcast or radio broadcast, where the you're watching the TV, like they do for when we're in the college football playoff, you know? They have that channel you can go to that has the radio broadcast over it. However, I don't foresee that happening because TV pays a whole lot of money for you to hear their broadcast. I don't foresee them giving you the option to not listen to their broadcast. So that would be nice, not so you can listen to us, because I would like to do it. When I'm watching the Reds or... Somebody, anybody, really, college football, I would much rather listen to the hometown radio broadcast in almost every situation than who ESPN gives us. But I don't think that'll ever happen. When is the first time we see Colts offensive coordinator Jim Bob Cooter rolling out his starting quarterback, General Booty? Oh, boy. <laughs> Can you Paul imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, break time. We got Porter Moser live next. His team getting set to take on Texas Tech tonight in the LNC. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. 8 o'clock tonight, Sooners and Red Raiders in the Lloyd Noble Center. And it is our honor to be joined now by the head coach of the Sooners, Porter Moser, as his team gets set for Big 12 play. Coach, good morning to you. Morning, Toby. Oh, Coach, you were so close down in Austin. I thought you guys played great. You got it into overtime. Just need a break in one of these games. You know what? You just got to keep fighting for those breaks. And that's just my mentality with these guys and – um, it is, you know, it's not the result we wanted. Um, you know, you go into these things. I do every game expecting to win and, and preparing to win. And, um, I thought our guys had unbelievable fight in a, in a, and you were there with that atmosphere, with that new arena. And, uh, I thought the guys fought, I mean, both to find it. We got down six to find a way to get into overtime and almost find a way to get into double overtime. And, you know, the thing that just, you keep going is that we had some costly, possessions you know we slipped on two drives in the second half turnovers we had a a press breaker where the ball just went out of our hands out of bounds and then we had another entry pass that just went out out of bounds and everything matters in these close games and those are but those are the things you you dial in on on trying to teach and get better and coach better and um but the fight these guys had in that atmosphere to fight back against you know texas who's number six in the country and um, but not the result we wanted, but the fight is there. Yeah, the, the last couple of games that, that you've lost, it has been that turnover number that has kind of ballooned mm-hmm. on you a yeah. little bit. Texas Tech's going to play good defense tonight. I mean, it's not going to stop in this league. So what what's the coaching point there? How do you try to correct that number? You know, is one is, is, is slow down and value the ball. You know, understand the, you know, as simple as an entry pass, you know, you got to squeeze the two hands. You got to meet the ball. You know, just some some fundamental stuff. You know, we got two true freshmen in the starting lineup. You know, um, Joe Bamisos coming in, starting to play more minutes. Uh, a couple of those turnovers, they were just trying to do too much. They were driving. Joe drove and just 
slipped. He was going too fast. Otegi did the same exact turnover. And just to slow down and trust different things, um, constantly talk about, uh, you know, just the, the value of, of – of, and there's something as simple as just the entry pass against an elite defense. you got to decut, step open, get the ball, catch it, and then start your offense. And we had a couple like that that were just – you'd think it's this late in the season that we got it, but there were some, some mindful mistakes, and i got to keep working on and coaching them better. Um, but that you're right, Toby, that has been uh, an issue – um, some costly ones because these games are, are possession by possession games and everything matters. Joe Bamisil, uh had a good game for you down at Austin. Every time Joe checks in, Coach, it's exciting. Something is going to happen when <laughs> Joe comes in. It, it might be good, it might be bad, but it's not going to be boring. But he is—he certainly seems to have given your team a spark here. No, he's not going to go unnoticed, that's for sure. <laughs> um, either either way, but you know what? The the, the lesson that Joe has, and I, I heard him say it yesterday to the media, is you know what? It started with his effort, and that's life, man. That's life. It starts with your mentality, your perspective, and your effort, and your persistence, and that's that's what that's what it started with with him in practice. He just um, he was getting a little frustrated because he didn't know the defense and the offense as well. So then his effort, and now he's he's picking up on some of the other stuff. And his effort is better. So I think it started with that, and he gives you um, an athletic energy when he plays with that effort. And uh, so, no, yeah, he definitely came in and gave us a spark uh, against Texas. This is a different Texas Tech team than you saw in Lubbock. They didn't have AMAC then. They didn't have Pop Isaacs then. Um, as you look at them, how do you have to prepare for them differently now? You know what? There's, you mean you've talked about how when you catch a team. And it, we're, Texas Tech, it, we're catching them. They're as hot as any team, one of the hotter teams in our league. They've won four out of six. They beat three straight ranked teams, and then they went and won at West Virginia, which is not easy. Um, and, you know, they, they really can shoot it. You know, Jalen Tyson um, is, is shooting the lights out of it. Pop Isaacs is shooting the lights O'Banner is in our league. They're very, very good. There's a reason why they were in the top 25 at one point. Um, they're just playing hot. They're shooting the leather off it. Um, uh, Bark, the, the big kid's back. He's six eleven. He's averaging ten and seven. He gives him a big target on on screen and rolls and pick and pops. Um, just re- the really playing well and shooting it well. They're always going to guard. They're an elite elite uh, in the nation defensively. But now they're just their offense is really clicking and they're shooting the leather off it. And that's that's what's really separating them. And all of a sudden they're they're one of the you know, they're one of the hottest teams in our league. What do you have to do tonight to win, Coach? What are the keys to this one? One, we got to space them. Their, their defense, they flood the ball, which means when, right when you put on the deck, they just rotate so fast. They don't let you get to the rim. we got to have great ball movement. In Lubbock, we had phenomenal ball movement. And move the ball, move the ball, and, and we shot it well. You've got to make some shots. Again, when we beat them here last year, we made 13 threes. When we beat them... Um, uh, at their place this year, I think made over ten, and we've we've got it because they're taking away the paint so much. You got to skip it, skip it, and make some threes. Defensively, we've got to be able to, you know, Davion Harmon is is really going downhill. He's he's getting the pace going. We got to corral him um, to stop that pace and then get to the shooters because it, it, they're just driving so much and then kicking into the shooters if you collapse. So we really got to defend that. Tanner Groves has his work cut out for him tonight, doesn't he, against uh, Big Amac? 
you know what? Tanner's playing so hard. He's just he's uh, he just gets in so much foul trouble. And uh, you know, I'm trying to talk to him about playing with emotion, but not playing emotional. And there's a big difference. And sometimes when he plays emotional, he gets some hasty fouls. Um, no one wants it more than him. I, I know he feels it like, you know, just to get, get some of this get hot here during the end. Um, but I think, you know, what they think they got to guard him too. You know, they, they, he's, you know, I really feel he has, he has a chance to have a big night uh, tonight. But uh, the big kid is, is, is all that. There's a reason why he was on a lot of NBA draft boards. But, um, you know, I think, I think for, for Tanner, uh, I'm really, his mind is good. He, he took it real hard to Texas game because, uh, you know, he got in foul trouble again. But the kid comes back and, and plays hard every day, and I, I'm expecting him to have a big night tonight. He started to find that pump fake and drive there against Texas, which, um, you know, he hadn't done that a lot this year, but it was working for him. He was getting to the line and stuff. You know what? He did it here, right? He did it a couple times in a row. They were kind of flying at him, and he just kind of – and then they were kind of spacing out on on Grant. And uh, we, we did it on the side when Grant was on, and, and he was able to get, get downhill because they were really extended on Grant. And uh, that's the power of having shooters. We talked about that a lot with Mo last year, even though with Mo – is when you have shooters, they can sometimes they get extended, and uh, and that's what we told Otega. They weren't really playing Otega, even though he missed that three in the second half. I'm glad he took it. He's got to take it. He's got to take it to, to become a threat to get to start seeing it go in because you you just can't let them not play you in the clog up the paint. So I was glad Otega took that. But when they were spread out on Grant, yeah, it was nice to see Tanner drive the ball a little bit, and make good decisions. All right, Coach, go get him tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Toby Boomer. See you. Porter Moser, 8 o'clock tonight, Sooners Red Raiders. I think he makes a good point, Teach. They have to guard Tanner, too. AMAC is huge, but not quick. And Tanner's not quick either, but he's probably quicker than AMAC is. And so when the big guy's in the game, they're going to have to figure out, all right, what are we going to do? Because he can either step out and hit the three, or if he gets too tight on him, he can go around him. So that's going to be a fascinating matchup tonight. TJ, Bama, Sill, and Oway are playing a lot more. And I'm glad they're playing more. I think they should be playing right now. Yes. Uh, Otega Oway is a true freshman. I want to see him get some experience. Um, and Joe Bama, so why not? I mean, you're behind the eight ball. You might as well shake it up and go for it, and this guy obviously brings a little life to the lineup. But I have heard the question asked, why weren't they playing before? Well, here's an illustration as to why. It it still gives Porter Moser and the coaches heartburn when they check into the game. Joe Bamisil on the season, seven assists, 19 turnovers. Otega Owe, on the season, three assists, 25 turnovers. Combined, those two guys have 10 assists and 44 turnovers on the year. And of those 44, 38 of them are slipping. The two of them <laughs> slip or slide lot, yes. more than any two players I can recall ever. And I, he mentioned it there. I mean, he even brought it up like – I don't know if it's what he said, that they get to going so fast they just can't control things. They drive hard, They do drive hard and out of control, but, man, they slip and fall. More than two players I've ever seen before, probably. If I just showed you the stats, you would say, hey, Teach, 
the guy with three assists and 25 turnovers on the year. Should we start him tonight? <laughs> no coach in their right mind would say, would say yes. No. But, I mean, I hope he's in the starting lineup because, I, you know, <laughs> at this point, right? But you might as well develop the young guys, and why not? Well, their They're energy and excitement when things go well yeah. uh, has been much more positive than than Jacob and some of the other options that there have been throughout the season. 100% sure. right. Yeah. 100% right. Break time. We'll wrap it up with Plank next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for the crossover with Toby Rowland. TJ Perry and Chris Plank, brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. We welcome in the Plank Show now. I have a little clarification, TJ, on Cooter. Um, <laughs> I've heard from my dad, who is the world's foremost Andy Griffith expert, who says, quote, I'm pretty sure when Gomer left Andy Griffith, Cousin Goober replaced him. And I said, what about Cooter? He said, I think Cooter was on Dukes of Hazard. There is a Cooter's Museum in Pigeon Forge that I went through, and I don't remember anything except for Dukes of Hazard. So Cooter did not appear on Gomer Pyle, according to my dad. Now he's the offensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Good morning, Plank. Thanks, Dad. Can we have a conversation about the Cooters Museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? I, we did just I, we how did Goobers not. and Gomers and Cooters all fit together in two shows: Dukes of Hazard and Andy Griffith. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Dad that? was just clarifying that he has been to the Cooter Museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, oh. which of course so he has. Have you been to Pigeon Forge before? Yeah. When I was a kid, we vacationed there once or twice. Same, same. It's nice. I mean, I think I, I think I still hold some go kart records there. I kind of want to go back. You know, that TJ, was, uh, that was here, let me explain to you the difference. Chris knows this, but uh, there's Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. Okay, that's right. Okay, they're right next to each other. Gatlinburg is like the rich of the two towns. Gatlinburg's like the rich one. That's if you want to go out to eat at a nice place. Or right. get a nice cabin, you go to Gatlinburg. Pigeon Forge is where you play putt-putt and race go-karts. It's like you right. know, downtown Branson. So yeah. I would vacation in Pigeon uh, for You would uh, vacation in uh, Gatlinburg. You wouldn't go saying? to either one of them. They're both way too far. You'd go to Lake Tenkiller. And well, I would fly. Cabin. I might would fly. Hey, Pigeon Forge has a Shoney's. That's all you need to know. So it's like heaven to me. But, oh, I beautiful. See, it's beautiful there. I'm blaming you, Shoney. Did I say? Did I almost say it wrong? I don't want to get in trouble with the Shoney's people. Those are my people. Um, this it's your fault. I'm running behind today. I'm just going to make this boys. very clear. It's your, it's your and TJ's fault because I'm just sitting around listening to your show. I'm just listening. All of a sudden, I look up and realize probably need to get to the radio station to do my radio program. You guys are too entertaining in the morning. We need to do something about this, or I need to work on my focus. I think it's one of those. It's two TJ's things. fault. You guys decide. Yeah. You're, just, you're just sitting around enjoying the heck out of the show, and time got away from you. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm just sitting on the, uh, sitting on the couch, petting the dogs, you know, taking care of a little breakfast, a few show notes. And the next thing you know, it's eight thirty, and I got a thirty minute drive. Hey, when do you leave for Palm Springs, California? Toby, that is a good looking question because 
Um, we're scheduled to leave on Thursday at like 11 a.m. Mm. Um, but I've, I feel like I'm the only person that's worried about this because I looked at this thing called the weather forecast. Yeah, yep, 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 and, yep. And on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, it's calling for a 90% chance of rain every single day in Palm Springs with a high in the 50. Mm. So I've, I've never seen a tarp there. Honestly, I've only seen a grounds crew that rakes the infield. So I'm a little bit worried about that. But most times when I worry about the worst, the, the, the weather on a Tuesday, um, it should be okay. I haven't checked in with Dr. Kevin Clazel yet. But I'm a little bit worried about this weekend. We've never had weather issues in Palm Springs, but it looks like they're getting kind of a, a unique front coming in this weekend. About two or three times a year, Skip will tell me um... – you know, if we want to really differentiate differentiate ourselves here at OU, we should put a retractable roof over this place. That would really make us stick out. So you're telling me I love no it. domes in Palm Springs. Yeah, well, and and I don't I don't know what the drainage is like there either because you know it's and, and I I love it. It's my favorite trip. So is when this I say the this, one I'm with the different dog. stadiums that look like famous ballparks. Well, that's what I'm getting at. It looks cool in the pictures, but it's literally like a cardboard cutout oh. from like 1950, uh, same painting, and it's just you know it's kind of painted in there, and it's done. so it looks really cool Not when you see the cool. picture. But it's like you never want to meet your heroes, right? And then all of a sudden you walk, you're like, oh, is everything is in Palm act. Springs like 70s Art Deco and everything? It's really cool. You would like it. A lot. Like Sinatra like lot. vacations there and things like that? Is that what it yeah. looks like? Yeah. Golf courses as far as the eye can see. So hopefully the rain stays away and we get to enjoy it. But I'm a little bit worried right now, T-Row. A little worried. All right. Be careful getting to the station. Have a great show today, Chris. All right, buddy. I'll see you soon, Toby. Thanks to Porter Moser for joining us today. TJ, great job. We'll do it again tomorrow. Pre-game, uh-oh. What's going on? Pre-game 7.30 tonight for OU Tech Basketball. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.